Podcast. I'm your host Matt Ginners, recording with <laughs> Brandon Valentine. Hello, hello. Oh my God, we just did half an episode without the fucking record button on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we will continue to try to make this as authentic as possible, uh, as usual with errors. And <laughs> well, no, because they they won't ever catch the air. The authenticity has to come from the whole point of the podcast is just two people talking. Yeah. And now we pretty much talked about it all. And it's now like, we have oh. to try to redo our lines. Yeah. <laughs> uh, somebody sent me this the other day. It's a uh, Marilyn Manson. All I want for Christmas is beautiful people mashup. Some of those and mashups then, are pretty good. And then right after that, you sent. it couldn't have been more than an hour later. And then you sent me the uh, Chewbacca one. And uh, again, we've uh, made this blatantly clear for three Christmases now in a row that yeah. uh, doesn't matter what music puts you in a good in the holiday spirit find it and go with it uh, yeah I like my my fun holiday music yeah it I mean why not you know yeah. oh you put it on my timeline I'm sitting there looking through instant messages I was gonna pull it up as well no, I, yeah, I the uh, Chewbacca, so. I believe, doing Jingle Bells. I think so. It was earlier today or yesterday. Yep, it's it was today. It was today. Let's see if we can get some Chewbacca doing uh, Jingle Bells here. Oh, this is ridiculous. Is this from the, the, the Christmas special? Have you not watched it? No. It's a cut in. <laughs> oh. And they get Jabba doing the whole. Uh, that's that's super funny too. Again, whatever you guys want for your own Christmas music, uh, that is Silent Night by Chewbacca. 
The other one, like I said, is all I want for Christmas is uh, Beautiful People. The best part about that, no, it was a cut up from all the different movies of Chewbacca yeah. just making a sound. But the best part about that is the the two times Han speaks up, yeah, and he yells Chewy like he's like, "Hey, quit singing like that, sing it right." And then a few seconds later, he's like, "This is ridiculous." Yeah, just it cracks me up. Jeez. I I actually watched that like four or five times today after you sent it to me because <laughs> it, it it was funny. I figured you'd love it. I just sent you the the Doug and Bob McKenzie's singing. 12 Days of Christmas. What? Oh. The McKenzie Brothers? Oh. Speaking of Rick Moranis, which you guys didn't hear us speak of Rick Moranis. No, you because didn't. Because... Because <laughs> somebody forgot to... <laughs> hit record and then it, like, unrecorded. Christmas parties uh, or to yourself on Christmas if there's nothing else to do. Good day, eh? Yeah. In case you thought, like, I wasn't on this part. Oh, I guarantee you, you'd be on. Okay, so good day. This is a Christmas part. And we're going to tell you what to get uh, your true love for Christmas. Look out the window. Where? What are you doing? Snow. What? Oh, it's a great white north, and it's snowing because it's Christmas time. Hey, Hoser, here's a quiz. Quiz for Doug. Okay, I have my thinking tube on. Yeah, right. What are the 12 days of Christmas? Because figure it out, right? Christmas is when? Uh, The 25th. Right, and what's the 24th Christmas Eve, right? So that's that's two. two... And then what's after that? Uh, Boxing day. No, get Boxing out. Day, yeah, yeah. That's three. Okay. Then w- what's after that? <laughs> Nothing. New Year's. Four. And what's New be- Year's Eve. five? Okay. Where do you get 12? Uh, the eight days of Hanukkah. Days yeah, there you go. That's four. Uh, and three other days, which I believe are the mystery days. That's... That's going to be awesome, I can tell right yeah. away. It's it's pretty long. I'm not going to play the whole thing right now. But, uh, yeah, that's that's going to be awesome, I can tell. Um, no, enjoy it. I mean, have some fun with it. I'll be honest. And you can probably tell by the show. I have not been in a Christmas mood yet. I have noticed that. Normally, you're in a Christmas mood a lot longer before this. And I, and I don't know. I don't know why. I was thinking about it yesterday. I'm like... You even got your tree I did, up. I didn't get excited to put the tree up. I think I only helped with like two ornaments, and I just sat there and watched the kids. Where normally I'm like, you know, yeah, yeah. I got to get my hands in there and be the first. You know, I got to get the prime spots for my ornaments. Uh, I tried getting super excited. I bought my ornament even like three weeks early, you know, because I just happened to see it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just I don't. I know. got my ornament. My kids started putting up Christmas lights outside yesterday, and. I finally got up and went out, but it took a while before, you know. Mm. I haven't really been into it, but we've done a few things. I well, mean, you I, never are. But. I just got we just got our ornament on Saturday, and it's actually it's a it's two thousand says two thousand nineteen, and the zero is a BB eight. No, so it's kind of cool because we get an ornament every year. Yes, yeah, really. And then yesterday, um, I taught a, a CPR class. And then once I got done, and when we got home, we went out and got the tree. So we did get a tree. It's up. We haven't decorated it yet. Yeah. But. Yeah, I don't it. know. I just, I I don't know what it is. And I don't have, like, you know, we've had years past where we've been short on cash and stressed about, like, how are we going to get, we're not there. We're like, we're, we're good. I, you know, I, and I, I hate know. to say this, I think some of those, some of those years where you're stressed for cash 
are the ones that, for me, were ended up being the best. Well, the Christmases turned out fantastic. Because the Christmas turned out fantastic because everything somehow at the very end, some miracle brought it all together. But up until then, it was a complete and total like stress fest. We were like, fuck, how is this going to happen? Yeah. Um, we will go back into kind of all the exciting things that came out this weekend. Yeah. Uh, because since uh, we realized I messed up, you've had a chance to watch them now. Yeah, because we were watching them on the thing, so you get my reaction as I watched them for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's not going to happen now. Sorry, people. So, uh, first things first, this morning, uh, Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens announced yep. that he is doing a 20-city tour for the 35th anniversary of uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. It is coming to Seattle. Tickets go on sale Friday the 13th at 10 a.m. I hate that day. Why? I've always hated Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th has always been a good day for me. I've gotten two tickets in my life. They've both been on that day. I have I hate Friday the 13th. Yeah, the, yeah. I'll be in freaking California somewhere on that day. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds... Look how bad it is already. Yeah, no, I'll be in California. Uh, but uh, we we discussed my 10-year-old loves Pee Wee. And so I, I talked to her, and we are going to go see P- Big Top Pee Wee. Or not yeah. Big Top Pee Wee. Big Top Pee Wee's not that good. It's not. And I love Pee Wee Herman. Like, I love Pee I love Pee Wee Herman when Pee Wee Herman was on Cheech and Chong. Yeah. I love Pee Wee Herman when Pee Wee Herman was on The Dating Game. Yeah. Or not, not was it The Dating Game? Mm. Where they, where you had the three bachelors and the bachelorette or whatever, is that what it was called? Yeah, that was the dating game. Yeah, yeah, and he was on that as Pee Wee Herman. Like, I lo- I love Pee Wee Herman. Big Top Pee Wee was definitely a downfall from uh, Big Adventure. Yeah. However, I did like I did enjoy Pee Wee's Big Holiday. I don't remember that one. It's oh, that the, was the new one, wasn't it? The Netflix it? one, yeah. It just came out like last year. Yeah. I never with, watched it. With Joe Magne- Meganelio or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty fantastic. But uh, yes, yeah, so we will be seeing Pee Wee. Uh, we bashed ticket prices of the Poison, Def yeah, Leppard. 100 bucks for the cheap seats. Yep. 4300 if you want to like meet Motley, Motley Crue. If you want to compare Jowls with yeah. Vince Neil. Or junk with freaking Tommy Lee. Nobody wants to do that. They lose. Well, yeah. Black people ain't even doing that. No. <laughs> See, that that's that was the... That's why he's so good playing the guitar, because the neck of the guitar is about the same size as his fucking cock. Yeah, that's why he's a drummer. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, he's a drummer. He is. <laughs> but it doesn't mean he can't play the guitar. I don't know if he can or can't, but... Shut up. <laughs> he's the drummer. I get that, but his it doesn't mean he can't play the guitar. Player. Maybe his brother's hung, too. I don't know. I don't know either. But I know he is. I know he can drive a boat with his. <laughs> I saw it. I've never watched it. I'm like, it just, yeah. You've never watched no. Tommy and Pam's video? No. Do yourself a favor and go watch Tommy and Pam's video. No. Dude, sit down with Benton and watch Tommy <laughs> and Pam's video. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be great. Because it's not as <laughs> pornographic as you think. There's not a whole lot of fucking but there's him driving a boat with his dick yeah well he's in the downstairs cabin that's how big it is he throws it up the stairs and has pamela put it on the fucking wheel jesus god 
Oh, and Pam's got her bush going, and it's fantastic. It's the funniest. It's just, it's fucking phenomenal. It is a fantastic comedy. Jesus. It is, it's hilarious. Hilarious. Oh, I can't believe you've, that came out when I was at college. I have no idea. How it. have you never seen the I just the never Pam had an urge to watch it. What is wrong with you? It's just one of those things. I just never freaking had the urge to watch it. It was never. I mean, I, I don't know. I just don't. Issues. I can't believe. Can't believe we're even sitting across <laughs> from each other in the same room. I wish. I wish our computers were plugged into one another so I could turn it on. No, give you like, watch it, fucker. <laughs> give you no choice but to watch it. You know, fucking oh. clockwork orange me, so I have to watch a goddamn thing. Then the, uh, let's see, Ghostbusters trailer came out. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. The Ghostbusters 3, what are they calling it? Uh, Afterlife. Re- Afterlife. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Ghostbusters Afterlife with Paul Rudd and yep. Finn Wolfhard. 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 Uh, from Stranger Things. Yep. Is, are, is the cast that's in it along with... You, you don't see him in the trailer, so I don't want to say it, but according to the IMDb page, it shows uh, Murray, yeah, Aykroyd, yeah. Uh, Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. I kept. I just want to say Winston. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver, Annie Potts. Yeah. All so all the original are back. All except uh, for one. All except for Rick Moranis, which, which we're, we're what I said there. here, I guaranteed it on this show, December 9th, 5.53 p.m., I guarantee you that Rick Moranis will be in this movie. Oh, I'm betting he will, and it's gonna be one of those things too because it's 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 gonna be good. Um, like it says, it's the the daughter of one of them, or apparently, yeah, and her two kids. The the grandfather dies, and the two kids find that he. It doesn't say he's one of the Ghostbusters, but. Uh, that there's some connection. The the trailer makes you believe that the vat that held all the ghosts yeah. in the first two movies, the vat that held all the ghosts was sealed up, taken, and buried somewhere out in a remote yep. area. And the one thing that may, really makes me think that maybe it is Rick Moranis as the dad or the grandfather is because they don't say that, which they could just be using words, you know, to, to twist everything. They discover their connection to the original Ghostbusters. So maybe that's what it is, that Rick Moranis was the one, the keeper of everything, because he was the gatekeeper. Yeah. Yeah. He's the keeper of everything, and he's the, you know, and I think that'd be awesome if all of a sudden he was like, you know. He'll either be a ghost and voiced by Rick Moranis. Uh, He'll just be back in the movie, and they're actually talking about Egon in this situation, which which we brought up as another possibility. Um, They pull out the Ecto-1. Yep. They Ecto get a hold of there. a trap. They get a hold of a proton pack. Yeah, it seems like everything was there. Because, I mean, in the trailer, you see him. They, they have the trap because, you know, Paul Rudd's character is like, oh, you found a great replica. And they're like, replica of what? And then he shows the, the news footage of them, you know, in the, the 80s. The only thing we're missing is a catchy pop song by a black pop artist of the time. What? <sighs> what do you mean? Who are they going to do? Who's going to do that? I don't know. But that's what we're missing. We had Ray Parker Jr. doing Ghostbusters. <laughs> it could be Nick Cannon. Uh, that was part we skipped. We opened the initial show that wasn't yeah. recorded with the uh, Nick Cannon 
uh, M&M beef that Brandon can give two shits less about. So yeah. we kind of just push it off to the side. Um, he's not a pop and star, though, like pop. I know. And then we did make the comment that he does look like Jambi. Yeah. So, uh, the he, gangster uh, Jambi. He, well, well, the second one was Bobby Brown. What was it? Every Little Step I Take? Yep. Yep. And so, no, on on our own. Was it on our own? I thought it was Every Little Step. Mm. No, it was on our own. I don't know. Go to Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack on her own. It was Bobby Brown. Yep. I remember that. Bobby Brown on her own for the win. I got you, Ken Jennings. God damn it. On her own? Yep. For the win. Boom. Uh, yeah. And both of those were played. In, like, if you remember watching the trailers on TV back in the day, those songs were played on the trailers. Like, I'm waiting for the song. Yeah. I, I need the song. Uh, that's one thing that Ghostbusters has proven through the two movies so far is that they can they can hook up a catchy theme song. No, they can. The other uh, beauty about this movie is it is written and directed by Jason Reitman, uh, Ivan's son, mm-hmm. uh, which is awesome. You keep it in the family. You had brought up, a, you know, he was raised on set. Yeah, you know he was raised on set. So I mean, it's not one of those. It's not just some random person doesn't know. No, I mean that just watched the movie a couple yeah. times as a kid. Yeah, so that's going to be fantastic. And if he got everyone the 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 original cast back, then he had to have done something right in writing this, because I don't see. But I mean, I can't say really say that because there's the Ghostbusters, the the women version. And it did have everybody in it. Yeah, but not as their characters. Not as like their characters, said. no. Yeah. I mean, it even had it had Ivan Reitman, or not Ivan Reitman, damn it, freaking Egon. Harold they, Ramis. The Harold Ramis. They had a bust of Harold Ramis in the movie. And then, you know, everybody else played some cameo, but they weren't, like, it wasn't their characters. So this will be cool because it looks like they're all, I mean, and then they're in the IMD credits as their characters. Yeah. So. What, what I'm hoping not, and I've seen this before, too. Uh, you can the X Men Days of Future Past. No, X Men First Class. Mm-hmm. You know who has a credit in that movie? Mm-mm. John F. Kennedy. Because they watch him on TV. I'm really hoping. Oh, in the trailer here, we they talk about thirty years ago, and then they show him walking down the street from the original movie. I will be really disappointed oh, be if that's how that's they're what it is. if that's how they're in the movie. Well, that'll piss me off. As just TV credits from 30 years ago. Well, let's hope not. Yeah. Unless that's the case with them, and we get an hour and a half of Rick Moranis, and then I might be okay with it. If I can get an hour and a half of having after having 25 years off of Rick Moranis, I'll oh, take yeah. it. Yeah, man, he just kind of... He dipped. He left. He, I know he had family issues, and he just... He was a dad that wanted to be home with his kids. Yeah. His wife got sick, I believe, or yeah. something like that, and... He's like, nope, I'm a dad, and that's... And I mean, that's amazing. Obviously, somebody who was super smart with his money, because he hasn't had to come back and do shitty no. gigs or work or whatever, no. you know? No, it's like, you know, when Bobcat Goldthwait did his special, like, eight or nine years ago, and he basically called it alimony. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm only out here because I need to pay my fucking ex-wife money. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that looks fantastic. Uh, Ryan Reynolds has a new movie coming out July 3rd oh, yeah, called uh, Free Guy. 
Look that trailer up. It looks good. Um, go look up the free guy with Ryan Reynolds. It basically is, it looks like they're in a video game world, and he's basically a video game extra where the yeah, same thing happens to him. He's an NPC, non-player character. Yeah. Same thing happens to him every day until he decides that he's going to change it up himself. Uh, I basically described it as Deadpool meets uh, Ready Player One. Yep, and that's really what it looks like. Yeah. It looks like Deadpool meets Ready Player One. And it so. looks fucking phenomenal. No, Even the way the trailer, at the beginning of the trailer, where they're like, from the people that brought you Beating the Beast, Aladdin, and the Lion King, twice. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that looks awesome. We left off with Wonder Woman 84. Yeah, and I did watch that while we were, you were fixing the computer, and it's it leaves a lot of questions. Because it leaves a lot of questions, like you pointed out. Why hasn't she, she aged? And I was saying, well, it's the sword and the, the, the lasso, but her mom and her aunt both had those at some point. So why did they age? And... So there's a lot of questions there. Why is her love interest? Why is interest, Steve Trevor back? Yeah, why is Steve Trevor back alive? Not aged. Not aged. And that kind of, you know, maybe there's something, maybe that has something to do with the, you know, the the, the villain they keep they, they were showing, you know, that he gives them what they want. I mean, maybe that's what it is. It has something to do with that. I mean, I don't know. But it, it's... I'm still waiting for... So I always remember the Linda Carter TV show. Yeah. Where the lasso wasn't necessarily a weapon. It was something she bound bad guys with. And then they told and, her the truth. And got them to tell the truth. Yeah, it was a truth lasso. Uh, the lasso of truth, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it has not been used like that in any of her DC appearances in the movies. No. Um, again, the action looks good. It does. Uh, Gal Gadot is a badass. She looks fun- oh, yeah. She's phenomenal as Wonder Woman. She looks phenomenal as Wonder Woman. Yep. Uh, she's really done her homework on making fight scenes look good and shit like that so we don't get another Iron Fist. You know, she's gone through yeah. all the training and all the... She looks fantastic. She now, does. whether the storyline's going to be any good, I like you said... And that's what I worry about. Watching this trailer, there's so much up in the air. There is a glimpse of what could possibly be the invisible jet. Yeah, which, I did see that. Which will be cool, if that's the case. Um, and I think it's more cool because... That's what everybody pictures are in, you know. We just, we do. Uh, it's what Linda Carter drove around. It's what Super Friends and everything else, like, yeah. that's what we picture her in. So, yeah, so uh, it's, it, it is it's, interesting. It's hard for me to get overly excited yet, especially because DC has fucked everything they've touched. And that's my problem, is DC has Because even the first Wonder One Woman it was, had some serious flaws. It did. Ares was seriously flawed. Yeah. As you know, they they're just not. I don't get it. I don't either. I don't get how they can't put two together. How they can't get a good, a good they guy can't. and a good bad guy in the same movie. Oh yeah, no, they can't. You know, uh, the closest was probably Man of Steel. When they, uh, I thought, Canaval, uh, can't can, Henry Canaval, right? Can, how do you pronounce his last name? Cavill. 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 Yeah, Cavill. I thought he was a fantastic Superman. Yeah. I mean, from the Clark Kent part to the fucking Superman part, I thought he was fantastic. And the guy that played Zod in that movie. um, Oh, I don't remember. I know who you're talking about. I can't think of it. Michael. 
Oh, man. I thought he was good in that movie. And then all of a sudden they made him Doomsday in Batman vs. Superman, and I can't look at him the same way in Man of Steel. Yeah. What's his name? Hold on, I'm trying to make sure just like freaking did one of those hiccups where I hit the button and nothing happens. Oh. Um, God damn it, where is it? In Batman vs. Superman, Superman was probably one of the movies that really, when they just, they fucking missed. Well, on everything. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Uh, yeah, Batman vs. Superman. Ben Affleck as Batman was fucking horrible. Yeah. Fucking horrible. And you know well, what? It was so bad that I'm going to give Robert Pattinson a chance. Oh, yeah. Because it can't, I don't, I'm not sure it can get any worse. Well, and my biggest problem with, and we've talked about this, my biggest problem with him on that was as a Batman, he wasn't so bad. But as a, as a Bruce Wayne, no. I thought he was bad as Batman. He too. was. But I mean, he, he wasn't. His line delivery is horrible. Yeah. I don't think I don't. I mean, he was no Val Kilmer. <laughs> but Val's actually, line Val delivery Kilmer, wasn't bad. Yeah. I think Val Kilmer. Was my problem bad. with Val Kilmer was his lips. Well, my well that too in the mask. In the mask, his lips it, are it, just so weird. It looked like those fucking challenges you see of the girls that fucking suction cup their lips or yeah, whatever. There's something wrong with his yeah. lips. Yeah, no, I that yeah, but uh, his, my problem was a blonde Bruce Wayne. Yeah, like that was just weird yeah. to me. Like he just. He was not Bruce Wayne no. at all. No, and that's the problem. Is, is, is And we're not even talking Clooney. <laughs> no. No, Clooney was... That um, that was a grasp and reach of a movie to begin with. Yes. I uh, mean, Michael Keaton... You know, although, the Clooney one... No, they got nothing right. I apologize. Because Freeze was fucking horrible. Yeah. Uh, Poison Ivy was fucking horrible. Uma Thurman's Poison Ivy was horrendous. Oh, that was. And Two-Face... Nope, nope, that wasn't. Oh, that, that was that was Val Kilmer. Yeah, Two Face and Carrie is the Riddler. Yeah, it wasn't and Carrie Val is the Riddler. It was amazing. And Edward Nigma. Oh, and Edward Nigma. He played those parts beautifully. Yeah. And Two Face, and it's one of those things with Two Face. I could almost believe the Two Face if he wasn't black for the first two movies. If, I mean, if it wasn't was, Billy D. Williams, that was not, my not, problem. Not How do you go black. from Billy D. Williams to fucking Tommy Lee Jones? Not, not even black, but like the blackest of black. Yeah, like, like Billy ev- D. Fucking Williams. Yeah. Every like stereotype, like smooth talking, like Colt forty five, Colt forty five, fucking Billy D. Williams, Lando to Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> it's like apparently, if you get thrown acid in your face, you go from Billy D. Williams to Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, which I mean, there's nothing the same about that. I mean, I. I could almost understand a little bit of a, like, okay, we couldn't get Billy D. Williams, so we're going to try this other actor that's close. No, you went completely the opposite end of the fucking spectrum. Or or even just call Billy D. not Harvey Dent. Yeah. Because everybody knows who Harvey Dent becomes. Like, yeah. it's not a secret. It's not something, yeah. like, that was, that was, but we all know Burton did the first two. Yeah. And then they slowly went to shit after that yeah you know and i mean the one thing like i said michael Keane, and the second one wasn't great it was still good i like i still like that one but it wasn't as good as the first but the first one the one reason like i've always said why i liked michael keaton as batman is he wasn't every other one that you see bruce wayne is this smooth talking like suave guy 
And that wasn't the Bruce Wayne that I have in my head. In my head, Bruce Wayne was a nerd. And but Adam West was pretty smooth. Well, yeah, but he was still good. He was he was smooth, but no, you know, he was that. a ladies' man in that fucking show. But in my brain, the Michael Keaton one, I liked the nerdy Batman who was like not great with the women and kind of a, a little bit of a because that was social. That was me. Christian Bale also, I think, encapsulated yeah. that quite well. Like, uh, yeah, he did. Where he didn't want to be at his own parties, and you yeah. know, and I think with Michael Keaton, what it was is like for me is it's one of those like. It was somebody that felt weird in their own skin. Yeah. Which was me growing up and is me most time even now. I feel don't feel right in my own skin. But then all of a sudden he put on the mask and the suit and I'm Batman. And it all fucking changed. Yeah. And that's amazing. And that that's what I love about him. Where the other ones, you know, almost every other one, which you know, which Bale probably is the one closest to Michael Keaton on that aspect, is that they They, they just took the Batman so much darker than yeah. those ones. Which was fine. But they didn't try tying the Christopher Nolan movies in. Yeah. They made their own standalone. Like, yeah. And when you go through the comics, you, you get that. You get a decade of super dark, yep. killing everybody Batman. Mm-hmm. And then you get a, you know, all of a sudden the comic laws changed about how much death and stuff they could put in them and still sell to kids. And you get a little bit like I don't kill bad guys now. I just trap them and yeah. let the cops come and take care of them. You know, Batman. And now you're back to like Arkham, dark, twisty shit, yep. Batman. You know, uh, the Nolan Bat. We got way off track because we did, the ar- the argument wasn't about but the Bat the early Batman movies. No, it was about. The, Superman. I mean, Napier <laughs> or Nicholson and Keaton oh. were fantastic. I'm. I, I love Danny DeVito. I wasn't a huge fan of that version of Penguin. No. For the same reason that we've talked about with, like, Burgess Meredith to me is Penguin. Yeah. Like, he just is. Like, I grew up watching that show, and there was just no resemblance of character whatsoever. No, there wasn't. Where you can tie in all the different Jokers and at least find something, whether it's their laugh at evil shit or whatever it can be, there's a tie-in with all the Jokers you, you think of. Yeah. Where, to me, the Danny DeVito Penguin, there was no tie-in with the Burgess Meredith Penguin. No, it was just a complete... Yeah. Um, I did I loved Riddler. Oh, Val yeah. Kimmer was okay. Val Kilmer wasn't a write-off. He just wasn't Michael he wasn't. Keaton. He wasn't Michael Keaton, and that was it. If I mean, it would have went from Val Kilmer to Michael Keaton, you would never hear a bitch about Val Kilmer being Batman. No. But when you get Michael Keaton killing it for two fucking movies... And then Val Kilmer's X-Men. And that was it. And that's really what it was. I mean, I think Val Kilmer actually was, you know, besides the blonde part, that was weird. But in the lips. <laughs> but I, as a Batman, and he wasn't that bad. Yeah. And he still kind of, he was a little bit more suave than Michael Keaton, but not the George Clooney, you know. And Clooney was, that whole movie should just be thrown away. Oh, that movie should Batman be Batman and burned. Robin, I think, is that one was, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, throw it away. I hated Christopher O'Donnell as Robin. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was not Burt Ward Robin. No, no, not at all. Which is, or sorry, he was not Dick Grayson Robin. Mm. He was, who's the one that Joker ended up Damien? killing? Huh? No. Oh, who was it? 
I know which one you're talking about. I, did, I can't think. But he was a little darker. Yeah. He was so full of vengeance and hate. He was not Dick Grayson. Yeah. Um, I liked. I would have loved to have seen a standalone Alicia Silverstone movie as Batgirl. I would too, and I thought that was the only... But I love Alicia Silverstone. Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Yeah. Um, <coughs> that was the that was the only saving grace, really. Yeah, and it movie. wasn't enough of it. And it wasn't enough of a saving grace. Freeze as or Schwarzenegger's Freeze was hideous. I actually I like Bane, but that's the Bane I picture is that cartoony. Oh yeah, the Bane. cartoon Bane. But you, it, the problem is, is the rest of the movie was so bad that you forget Bane's even in it. Nolan. Uh, Nolan went down a different stretch. Who? God, why can't Christian Bale? Was fantastic. All, all movies of Batman. Uh, Ra's al Ghul, played by, well, it ended up being the girl, but uh, th- it was Liam Nielsen, mm-hmm. and then he passed it on to the girl at the end of the movie. Uh, was awesome. And then the second movie, Ledger's Joker, was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And the third movie, Tom Hardy as Bane, was fantastic. Yeah. He even thrown the little cameo type stuff of uh, Anne Hathaway as. Uh, Selena Kyle mm-hmm. was was awesome, you know, yeah. and I loved how they didn't try to force a Catwoman storyline into that. She was really Selena Kyle, a cat burglar, like, yeah, wasn't into the, you know, they didn't try putting her in the leather and whips and, you know. Yeah. No, and that was it. And I mean, that was kind of the thing that I, I really like is uh, with that one is they did, it, they didn't try to follow the same trail path yeah. they said okay you guys went this way we're gonna go this way with a completely different version of batman so that really we're not competing yeah you know the same people can like both and then horribly the new ones come out and mm. it was like they tried taking parts of both styles yeah and, and shoving one. it into a shitty actor yeah um yes i like ben affleck in some things in something. I like Ben Affleck playing the dick. Yes. I loved Ben Affleck in uh, the Stoner movie. Uh, oh, freaking Days and Confused. Days and Confused. I liked Ben Affleck in Surviving Christmas. There's a reference back to a Christmas movie. Yep. Uh, ben Affleck as uh, not Brody. He was um, the guy that sold the Bluntman and Chronic. Yeah, I know which one you're thinking. I'm going to see it tomorrow night, probably. Banky. Banky. I loved him as Banky. I loved him in Chase and Amy. Oh, yeah. Um, I loved him as the fucking creepy raper guy in Mallrats. Yeah. You know, Ben Affleck is not an action star. No. At all. His fight scenes are horrible. Every time he's tried to do an action star role, it's ended badly. Yeah, like what? Reindeer Games? Paycheck? Like, but Boiler Room. Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil. <laughs> uh, Boiler Room was a good movie, but it was more of like a true crime suspense movie. Yeah. You know, where he played a guy trying to rip off the stock market. Mm-hmm. And a company, like, great, good at it. Not yeah. Batman. No. Horrendous. Horrible. And then you got Jesse Eisenberg as fucking Lex Luthor. Oh, that was fucking horrible. Yeah, blow me. Who the fuck came up with that idea? And then somehow Zod becomes Doomsday? The only person to have ever killed Superman? Yeah. Uh, wrong answer. You know, like, you got to try and tie it in there and make it all work together. Horrible. I've never seen Aquaman. I refuse. 
Aquaman, I will be honest, it wasn't... I refuse. It's not a movie I'm going to go back and see again, but it's a movie, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't fucking like, yay. I refuse. I refuse. Uh, Suicide Squad. They got most of the Suicide Squad right. The Enchantress was fucking horrible. Yes. Horrible. Enchantress was horrible. So it depends on how you... Joker was horrible. Again... The Joker wasn't horrible. The look of the Joker yes. was horrible. And that's it. And I, I was talking to someone else about that the other day. Maybe it might have been on this last week. But it was. It, it's I don't Leto plays I don't crazy think, pretty fucking good. I don't think we saw enough of the Joker to really know how good of a Joker it would be. And it's so hard to get past the, the look, look. The grill and the tattoos. The grill all and the over. tattoos. Yeah. And you're like, that's not the fucking Joker. Po- Post Malone is the Joker. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um but Margot Robbie. Oh, yeah. Looked Fucking great. amazing. Uh, Will Smith. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, I, Cat, or Killer Croc was okay. He was okay. Diablo, if in an expanded role, could have been fantastic, but yeah. they just didn't give him a whole lot no. to do in that movie. Uh, Captain Boomerang. Oh, I love Captain Boomerang. He was he, awesome. You know. I th- and I think he could have been better with an expanded role, too. Rick but. Flagg and the... The woman that heads the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. Freaking, uh, I can't think of her. I should know her name because she's in think, fucking everything. But. Yeah, and I can't think of her. Her name is something Davis. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of the character's name. But we're fantastic. Yeah, all amazing. Um, And then you get, like, it, they're just going down the wrong path. Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller. Yeah. Yeah, and what's her real name? Something Davis, right? Viola Davis. Viola Davis, that's right. Um. There. So now we have Wonder Woman. You can't tell who the bad guy is. You're trying to figure out how, because the first one was set World War Two, right? Or was it World War One? Uh, World War Two. Two. So now that's 1944. So you're looking 40 years later. 40 yeah. years later. And she doesn't look. But she has an age. I'm not even worried about the aging part, but like, is there no story in between? Or do we have to jump to catch her back up to, like, the timelines are all messed up? Yeah. Because the first two seers in Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. And then she goes back to 1944. And, and then, then she go. Then she shoots back to present day in Justice League. They're going to have to find some way to, like,. Make everyone not know who the fuck she is, because that's the thing. Is all of a sudden she pops up in, you know, Justice League. You think people would have real would have been like, hey, you know, there was this chick in World War Two, and then all of a sudden a chick looked a lot like her in 1984. Yeah. And in some of these fight scenes, I mean, they do show her breaking the cameras, but still, I mean, it's like there had to have been some kind of documentation of it. Yeah. You know, and I guess maybe especially they did. that Bruce Wayne, seeming he could figure out who everybody else was. Yeah. So he could go find the Flash and go find Cyborg, yeah. and you know, they're just going about it all the wrong way. They are. Uh, so I'm I'm not sure. Where we talked about with Ghostbusters, like Ghostbusters is going to be fun mm-hmm. to talk about the possibilities of what that movie's going to do. Well, I think it's going to be amazing. Like just some of the ideas we've talked about today on it. You yeah. know, like is that Egon's kid? Is that Moranis's kid? And that's going to be the fun part for the, over the next couple months and as they put out the new yeah. new trailers. And there's not a yeah. lot that either way you you pick the story in your head to go, there's not a lot mm-hmm. that's going to disappoint you. No. Where you're looking at Wonder Woman 84 and you're like, 
Um, uh, they better show me a whole lot more to make this look good. And that's it. I mean, the action looks good, but it's it's with DC's history and what of, they have of done writing of writing. Writing and directing, they had they don't have a good history of writing and directing. I mean, right now Marvel has been kicking their ass because they've been getting good writing and good directors, and DC has not. Which been doing does that. excite me for Birds of Prey. No, because I think that's James Gunn, and I know the second Suicide Squad coming out is going to be James Gunn. Yeah, so those do excite me, and I mean he he has he has proven that he can. But the thing is, too, is I mean not to sound bad, but I mean as a director, yes, he's good, but. What if the writing's not there? But he he wrote. Okay, just like he wrote, he did with then Guardians. We're then we're good. Uh, and I believe one of the two of them he wrote with uh, the guy who wrote Ragnarok. Okay, Takahiti Wat. Ooh, Watiti. Yeah, I like Watiti. Yeah. So I want to see his movie Jojo. I'm not sure I've seen the trailer for that. It's where he's Hitler. He's some little kid's best friend or imaginary friend who's Hitler. Huh. I haven't seen that yet. I've seen the, the previews for it, and who was it? Uh, our, our friend Jonas did a, a, a report on it, and it sounds like it's it's one of those movies like it, you're going to have to be kind of an open-minded to go watch it, but yeah, it's yeah, it's supposed to be pretty oh. pretty amazing. I'll have to check it out when we're done here. Yeah. Um, and then what else? Oh, Black Widow came out, too. The trailer for oh, Black I Widow. I didn't see that one. Another one I didn't see. That came out like last Thursday. Been a busy week. <laughs> and a lot going on, man. Leave me alone. Black Widow looks good. I'm I'm you can't I can't tell from the trailer if she's having flashbacks and it's set past present day. So past the snap and past endgame, but she's dead. Yeah, I mean she's dead, so it's gotta be But the way they show it. The, again, so this is going to be one of those that's going to be fun to make your opinions on. Yeah. But it shouldn't anger you. Because they show when Wanda messes, Wanda. With, her, when messes with her mind, uh, Magneto's daughter, Scarlet oh, Witch. Yeah. When Wanda messes with her mind and they show her back at ballerina school and stuff, and then they show her with like she goes back and her her sister and her father are fighting enemies. I've also heard, and I don't know if there's there's no signs of him in the trailer, but I've also heard Ronan plays a part in this. I've heard as in same. Hawkeye's Ronan. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, it looked good. I love. Uh, why can't I think of her name now? Uh, Scarlett Johansson yeah. as Black Widow. Oh, yeah, she's amazing. I Black Widow. Just think, yeah, and she's back to red hair. It does look like it's going to be a good movie. We shall see. Yeah. Um. And then finally, I know it's been a busy week, so I'm assuming you did none of your homework. Uh, I did watch the very first. The movies that made us. The movie what? The movies that made us. Oh, that wasn't your homework, but what was my that was my homework? Well, what was the first one? Dirty Dancing, right? Yeah. You watched Dirty Dancing? I watched the the making of. Yeah. Did you like it? Nah, I mean, I I, I like. Okay, let's. 
How do I say it? I liked the show. It and was the way that It was very interesting to find out the way the movie was made, the fact that Patrick Swayze was not supposed to be Johnny. I mean, well, okay, the ma- the the people, the writer and the director, or writer and producer wanted Swayze, and the studio wanted Billy Zane. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't supposed to and be... And Jennifer Grey wanted nothing to do with Swayze yeah. because of their the, fight on, on Red, Red Dawn. Dawn. And she wasn't even the one that, that the studio wanted. The studio wanted Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like we could have had a completely different movie, but they said that... And at that time, I, I'll, I'll, I think of Sarah Jessica Parker... From the bit role in Footloose, yeah, and the bit role in Flight of the Navigator. Like yeah. I don't think of her as much else at that no. point. And I mean, a lot of people don't think of Jennifer Grey. The fact that she did, you know, she was in Red Dawn before. Yeah, you know, and it's one of those things that find out like Best Drawn that that was their big push into major movies and how a lot of that movie was was real. Yeah, like because Patrick Swayze literally could, was his mom was a huge dance instructor in Texas, so he knew how to do all this. Yeah, and she didn't. So a lot of that stuff of him teaching her is really him teaching her to dance. Now I was thoroughly impressed that I I had no clue, and then when you watch this and you see how many times he does the different takes and stuff, that he needed. had a blown out knee. Yeah, and the he whole, was still the, throughout yeah. the whole movie. Yeah, and, and that's why he he didn't want to do dance because he blown his knee in football. Yeah. And so some of the, like, he had stayed away from dance movies yeah, because of this knee issue. And then that end scene where he jumps, jumps. off the stage. He did that so many times. Yeah. And finally he's like, you got this, I got yeah. one more left in me. I got one more. You get the fucking take or it's yeah. over. Like, And that's the take they took. And I mean, it's pretty cool. And then they showed what was really weird. They showed like where they filmed it, where the lake scene, the lake's fucking gone. <laughs> Yeah. It's just not there. Just the gazebo. Yeah, the gazebo's still there, but there's no fucking lake. Yeah, it's been dried up. It's yeah. out of there. Uh, no, I, I thought it was real. It's, it's super cool. Like It was. It's one of the reasons, like, I, I get so much shit from people going, why don't you uh, just get digital copies of movies? No, I love that. I love that. I love the behind-the-scenes shit you get by buying. Now... You only get the extras on a Blu-ray for the most part. Yeah. You might get the gag reel or something on a regular DVD, so I have to spend more money now on the Blu-ray. Oh, yeah, but I mean, it's still one of those. I mean, you're watching, and that's where you, that's but the you fun part. But you get the part. makings. You get the different... You get the weird jokes. I mean, you get the weird stuff. Like, if you ever, what's the movie? Dust Till Dawn. If you get that one, I have the, you know, the old version where you can watch, like, the, the cutaways and interviews with the staff or the the, the cast yeah. and all that stuff. And there's a hilarious interview with George Clooney where he's talking about how Juliette Lewis kept trying to knock it on my trailer, wanting to practice, or, you know, practice the, the, the love scene. He's like, there's no love scene in this movie between me and her, but you know, you know, it was <laughs> that's just, awesome. So I mean, there's just random shit like you would never. Hear I almost put before. my foot in my mouth. I was like, you know what? The only part of that movie I remember is uh, the Cheech Marin owning the titty bar, oh. but that's Desperado. No, is that Dustin on? It, it, it's he. It, he I thought that was at the at the place, and then that's where he's like, "Come get your," you know, we got. It. Okay, so I was right. Yeah. Those movies have always intertwined for me, oh, Dustin yeah. and Desperado, but. Yeah. Um, you find cheaper pussy. Fuck it. The other yeah. homework was Christmas movies. Oh yeah, I never got out of that. Well, I watched both of them. No, because last week we did the review of, or I did the review of. I'm trying to save people or push yeah. people one or the other. And last week we saved you from the Casey Musgroves Christmas special because it was shit. Yeah. Uh, 
I had initially said I was going to do Noel this week. I did watch Noel. Yeah. Awesome. Funny. Anna Kendrick's funny. Uh, I was a little disappointed I didn't get quite enough Bill Hader. Like, basically, he leaves in the beginning of the movie, and they don't find him until the end of the movie. Oh. Um, they're the kids of Santa Claus. He's Nicholas. She's Noel. Santa dies five months before Christmas. Oh. And the hat's passed down to Bill Hader, Nick, to be the next Santa Claus. He is not a Santa Claus type. But Noel is a Santa like. He, none of his powers came in to be able to look at people and know their names and know if they're naughty or nice yeah. or anything like that. And uh, then he takes off and he becomes a yoga instructor in Arizona. Wow. And they have to find him to get ready for Christmas. Because Billy Eichner's trying to... the They take the sleigh and the reindeer down to Arizona so it's gone. Billy Eichner's the cousin of of St. Nick now. Mm. And he's in charge of technology, so he's decided he wants Christmas to be done by Amazon Prime. <laughs> so they don't have to physically leave and deliver anything. Yeah, they just send Amazon Prime. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's typical G-rated humor. Yeah. It is a G-rated movie. It's Disney. Uh, I would liken it to a Lifetime or Hallmark Christmas movie, but with good actors. Uh, you know, yeah. which which in the, a lot of those movies makes, you know, uh, not a huge love interest, which really helps because a lot of those oh, like yeah. Lifetime and stuff make them, you know, she meets a guy when she's in Phoenix and you can see a little chemistry, but then she's like, uh, I got to go. And he's like, when will I see you again? And she's like, December 25th. Yeah. And that's, and then you, you half expect to see him back at Santa's workshop later on yeah and nothing like oh that's awesome so so you kind of see it but then she's like nope santa claus they ruin too many movies with love stories it's like pearl harbor would be an amazing like 45 minute long movie yeah or titanic yeah or titanic you just cut out the whole love story and make the actual movie about pearl harbor yeah um and then i watched so that movie i I would recommend it it's an hour and a half long um you know, we're always looking for new Christmas stuff because yeah. you watch the old stuff so many times. It's good. The other one was on Netflix, and it is a TV series, eight episodes long. It's called Merry Happy Whatever, and it's Dennis Quaid. That's Randy is Randy's cousin Eddie crazy. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's Dennis Quaid, uh, Bridget Mendler, and Brett Moran. Uh, Brent Moran and Bridget Mendler were in Undateable. Okay. They they were a couple in Undateable. They're a couple in this. Uh, there's a group, what is it, two sisters? Oh, and Ashley Tisdale's in it. Mm. Anyways, there's two, sister, two sisters plus Bridget Mendler and then a brother. Uh, the only one who's left the coop in Philadelphia is Bridget Mendler, and she lives in L.A. She's bringing her boyfriend home for the holidays. Dennis Quaid is a cop. Uh, his wife had died, but he's so into tradition and does not like him. Typical yeah. type story that way. But it's funny. It's fucking hilarious. Hmm. Um, Netflix did a really good job. Each of the kids kind of have a problem that they're trying to tell their dad, but they can't because their dad's such a hard ass. You know? Yeah. And so you you make it... The eight episodes span over ten days because that's the vacation length that they were going to be home for 
was ten days. So, but it's uh, it's super funny. Like I mm. fucking loved it. Um, I loved it so much that so we turned on the first episode. I don't know, eight thirty nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. We, we turned on the first episode. First episode finished. We're like, oh, that's cute. Second one starts. Next thing you know, it's one o'clock in the morning. All eight episodes are done. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, oh, I guess that's over. So, I I do I highly recommend either one of those if you're looking for something new Christmas wise. Um, yeah, I loved them. I thought they were good. What are you looking at? Oh, I was looking you're up Dennis faces. Quaid. Oh, and I saw the movie that he's in in pre-production. What? Reagan. Oh, and he is Ronald Reagan. In I, the can, movie. I can see him playing Reagan. Yeah. I can see him. Play, I'd rather see Patrick Swayze play Reagan, but he's dead. Yeah, he he kind of he played Reagan pretty well in Point Break. No, oh, he did. He did. Yeah, he did. He did. So, yeah. all right, uh, you had comedy last weekend. Did did we get a total? What did you raise for charity? We did. It was four hundred and ninety-five dollars. Not bad. No, not bad at all. Not bad at all. So. It was good. It was it was a sparse crowd. It wasn't a big crowd, but it was a crowd that that wanted to give. So, yeah, four hundred ninety five dollars. Wow. So, it was yeah, I saw the pictures. It didn't look like a big crowd. It wasn't a big crowd. Um, and, and it's hard sometimes in that room because they spread out. So there was a bunch in the other room, you know, that you don't really see in the pictures. But it wasn't a, gr- a huge crowd. But I mean, it was a fun crowd. We had fun. It was good. I didn't do a whole lot. Um, I didn't just got up and announced everyone as the host. I didn't really, yeah, yeah. But everyone did really good. Um, yeah. I mean, it was a good, good awesome. lineup. So awesome. Well, we have another fundraiser on Wednesday at Imbibe. Yeah, we are roasting Santa Claus, and uh, <laughs> it should be a lot of fucking fun. Uh, we've had some dropouts. We've had some new entries. We've, uh, you know, it's going through some shit. We had a guy drop out to host an open mic. That's cute. Wow. We had another guy drop out that if I wouldn't have asked, wasn't going to tell me he dropped out and he even said so in the messaging. So I have a list of people that are unhirable in my mind now. Wow. So he flat out said if you hadn't said anything, he wouldn't have told you? Yeah, he said he forgot. But he took this other show because it paid more. Well, of course it paid more because we're doing a show for charity. Yeah, it's a benefit show. Uh, So apparently you don't care about charity. But we do have over 100 responses on the invite. Uh, this place only holds 60. So get there early. So we should see how it goes. It is $5 at the door. Uh, all proceeds are going to go to Maple Valley Food Bank. If you're listening to this, you're going to go to the show, bring a can of food, a couple cans of food, yep, whatever. We'll have a tub there for it, and we will make sure it makes it to the food bank. <coughs> uh, it should be a good time. should be a really good time. So, Yeah. Yeah. Um, next week is not christmas okay no we're good no so next week do we when do we when do we want to do our christmas episode probably next week we want to record the the christmas episode next week yeah well yeah because then because it's either that or we do monday the 23rd yeah let's go next week let's go next week that way i can give you a damn present i can stop worrying about you fucking buying it yeah we'll go we'll go christmas episode next week so all right, guys. With that being said, remember to be excellent to each other. Hug the ones you love. And we will see you next week. See you next week.